Money has never made man happy, nor will it. There is nothing in its nature to produce happiness. The more of it one has, the more one wants. Benjamin Franklin American founding father, diplomat, scientist, inventor, author, publisher, and polymath, Benjamin Ben Franklin was born on Sunday, January 17, 1706. His mother gave birth to him in a simple home in Milk Street in Boston, Massachusetts. The future statesman and future first citizen of the 18th century was baptized at the Old South Meeting House, which was a stone's throw away from his place of birth. Josiah Franklin carried his newborn son, wrapped in blankets, the short distance to the Old South to see Reverend Dr. Willard, who baptized the infant boy. The Reverend welcomed the baby into the Christian world, and his father named him Benjamin after an uncle in England, who would later play an important role in the boy's life. Ben Franklin was part of a large family, composed of 17 children. His father, Josiah Franklin, was a strong and capable man, descended from a line of English blacksmiths. He earned a living making candles and soaps. Josiah was an industrious and intelligent man who crossed the Atlantic to find a better life for his family in the New World. Ben's mother was Baya Folger, Josiah's second wife. Ben was the tenth child and youngest son of Josiah and Abiah. Josiah Franklin immigrated to the New World from Banbury, England, in 1685, along with some of his friends and neighbors. Boston, then known as the Massachusetts Bay Colony, was composed of around 6,000 full-time residents. Four years after the crossing, Josiah's first wife, who was named Anne Child, died, leaving him six children to support. The need for a maternal presence in the house prompted Mr. Franklin to find a new wife. He married Nantucket's Abaya Folger less than a year after his first wife's passing. This union produced ten children, one of whom was Ben, who was the fifteenth child of Josiah Franklin. Josiah Franklin died in Boston in the year 1745, when he was eighty-nine years old. He was a highly respected man of irreproachable morals and steady temperance. His obituary read, in part, and by an entire dependence on his Redeemer, and a constant course of the strictest piety and virtue, he was enabled to die as he lived, with cheerfulness and peace, leaving a numerous posterity in the honor of being descended from a person who, through a long life, supported the character of an honest man. When Ben was five years old, he was living with his parents at the corner of Union and Hanover Streets in Boston. Living in the colonies in those days was difficult, but Ben's temperament allowed him to thrive despite trying circumstances. Ben learned to read when he was very young, and he started going to school when he was eight years old. He progressed admirably with his studies and was the top student of his class within a year at grammar school. He was very good at reading and learned to write quite well. His primary weakness was in arithmetic. After a short period of study at the Boston Latin School, Josiah Franklin was unable to support Ben's tuition. Josiah hoped that Ben would enter the Puritan church ministry and become a clergyman. But due to unfortunate circumstances, the boy had to withdraw from school. Josiah did not earn enough money to support his young son, since he was providing for such a large family. Benjamin was under the tutelage of a private teacher named George Brownwell for another year before he stopped schooling altogether. When he was ten years old, Benjamin started working in his father's shop. He waited on customers and ran errands for his father. 
He was also given tasks such as filling up molds and cutting wicks for the candles. It was tedious, unfulfilling work, and Ben sought diversion in his hobbies, reading and swimming. Although an active boy who excelled in outdoor pursuits such as swimming, the young Benjamin Franklin was also overly fond of books. His favorite book as a boy was John Bunyan's The Pilgrim's Progress from This World to That Which is to Come, delivered under the similitude of a dream, which was published in 1678 and considered one of the most significant works of English literature written on a religious theme. The work had two main parts and no chapter divisions. It was read as a continuous narrative, which the young Franklin reread until he mastered it. After incorporating the elements of the popular Christian allegorical volume into his own nature by repetitive reading, Ben bought another book from the proceeds of the sale of his copy of Pilgrim's Progress. The book was Burton's Historical Collections, which consisted of anecdotes that were written in attractive prose. <laughs> 